everyone and welcome everyone. Are we all here? Are we ready to do this? Last episode was a long one, so let's see how the gaming news fared this week. Let's hop right in and I think you can guess which story we'll start with. I'll give you a second uh, there to gather your thoughts on that. All right, cool. Our main stories. Red Dead Redemption 2 looks ridiculously good and there's no question it's one of the most anticipated games of this year. As well as of this console generation, can I get a hey ya? I think we can all agree on that, but what's the human cost to making such a large scale and detailed open world game? Well, Rockstar co-founder Dan Hauser mentioned 100 hour work weeks while talking with Vulture and this sparked a fair amount of outrage by people who noted that amounts to 14 to 15 hour days tinkering away on Red Dead Redemption 2. Now, if you sleep seven to eight hours, that leaves you with like a whopping one to two hours to eat and hopefully bathe. Suffice it to say, this outrage comes at the worst time just a little over a week away from Red Dead's release, so Hauser made sure to address the criticism later in a statement to Kotaku stating that he was only referring to the senior writing team, which is made up of four people, including himself. He clarified that the group only did three 100-hour work weeks, not years of it. And he didn't stop there, saying more importantly, we obviously don't expect anyone else to work this way across the whole company. We have some senior people who work very hard purely because they're passionate about a project or their particular work, and we believe that passion shows in the games we release. But that additional effort is a choice, and we don't ask or expect anyone to work anything like this. While it's very clear that this looks bad for Rockstar, it's important for us to be talking about this, because we do know of companies who have abused this in the past, and worked their employees to the bone. And what we wanna make sure to do is to have a conversation about it to see how and where we can find a solution. That's just my two cents, though. And speaking of Red Dead Redemption 2 and that Vulture feature, it was also revealed during that that the sequel's story will be roughly around 60 hours, so this is more positive news because it's going to be a long game, and I'm excited to play it. In that campaign, you can look forward to Arthur Morgan having a love interest. I mean, personally, I already banked on Arthur being in love with his horsey, but I guess if it's another person as well, that works too. There's also my side of this in which I'm in love with Arthur, but he just doesn't know yet. I live in an endless cycle of unrequited love with that man. It's a thing. The old webhead is going to have an old flame pop up in the first of the three planned DLC packs for Marvel's Spider-Man on PS4. You guys probably already knew this, but the black cat, whose friendly neighborhood name is Felicia Hardy, will be a major player in the DLC called The Heist, which launches in like just a few days this Tuesday to be exact, October 23rd, oh my god. On top of this story, Insomniac is promising a new faction of enemies, challenges, and even some sweet new suits for Spidey. Check these bad boys out. Three gorgeous new ensembles. The Scarlet Spider two threads looks especially dope. What isn't dope? is people sending a malicious PS4 message that apparently puts your system into a crash loop. Yeah, that's right. This week, people were tweeting up a storm about the issue they encountered on their console. Sony says the issue has been fixed now, and if for some reason you're still having problems after receiving this terrible exploit, Sony says to quote, delete the message on the PS mobile app, go into safe mode, use option five, console back to normal. Just like that, guys and gals. I quote the Bill and Ted movies when I say be excellent to each other. Don't troll. 
Just don't do it. It's literally the worst. Nintendo has unveiled another special edition Switch system. That's right, this time for Diablo 3. Exclusive to GameStop here in the United States, the Switch Diablo 3 Eternal Collection bundle offers a dock and tablet with Diablo artwork, a carrying case, and a download code for the game. Sadly, it also contains just regular gray Joy-Cons. Whatever. I would have liked to see like some red variation myself, but it's totally fine. You can pick up this Switch set on November 2nd for 360 bones. Enjoy, people. Let me know in the comments if you play it. Pokemon Go, the game that somehow made us all stare at our smartphones even more than we used to somehow, has added Generation 4 Pokemon, and if you're not familiar, those are the cute creatures from Pokemon Diamond, Pearl, and Platinum. So that includes Turtwig, Chimchar, and Pipla. So be sure to let me know in the comments below if you've caught any of these new adorable Pokemon. If you have, I am very jelly. And now it's time for some quick mentions. He's died in a James Bond movie, Lord of the Rings, and Game of Thrones. And now Sean Bean will bite the dust in Hitman 2 again if you're good enough at Agent 47. So hopefully you are, because why not have more Sean Bean dying? I mean, it's just what he does. Bean will voice the first elusive target for the sequel, who's named Mark Faba. I think that's how you pronounce that. Anyway, stay tuned for Hitman 2 this November. Let me know if you play it. All right, next up in our quick mentions, a half decade later, you can finally unlock a Stanley Parable achievement for real. That's right, the game's writer and designer, Davey Reedon, reminded people on Twitter about the hilarious achievement called Go Outside to earn this one. You couldn't play the Stanley Parable for five freaking years. I'm not even joking. I need to know if any of you actually got that achievement, so like, let me know if you did, and I will give you a shout out next week's episode. Not even joking, For Real's gonna do it. All right, the spooky season is upon us, and there are quite a few games this year giving us treats. For instance, Overwatch's Halloween Terror is back once more, and so is Destiny 2's Festival of the Lost. Fortnite is full of Halloween-themed outfits like Skull Trooper and Skull Ranger, let alone Season 6 being called Darkness Rises. Heck, Rocket League has haunted Hallows, and Splatoon 2 is having Splatoonoween, Splato, Splatoween this weekend. It's like totally witching. I love Halloween, like so much. And that is all I have for you this week, folks. That's right, is there anything that I missed? Let me know in the comments. I always like to read the comments if I can, but you guys do have a lot of comments, so, and it's a good thing, I'm not complaining. Anyways, if you like the show, please show it with a sub, a like, or a comment. Stay tuned for another episode next week. I premiere these with that cool YouTube feature on here every Friday before noon, so if you'd like to join in and be in the chat with me before the show airs, set a reminder for like 11.45ish Pacific time, and I'll be there. I mean, here. All right, I will see you guys next week. Bye.